Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, Eels versus the Panthers. Um, if you ever wanted an example of the Eels season, you look at this game. So, yeah, granted, yes, Penrith scored the first try, but <coughs> Penrith with it, like their full team on the, the paddock outside of Jerome Luai, the, the Eels dominated them. Like the Eels looked much better, dominated the ruck in my opinion. They're winning. Obviously, Cleary gets sent off, but then the Eels go on to score like you know a bunch of tries. They're actually smashing them in the first half. They come out the second half against one less player. So they're playing against 12 men. And the Penrith Panthers won the second half. <laughs> like, how is that possible? I will never know. So this is... I feel, I feel bad because to Eels fans, you've had a great win. You beat Penrith. Um, and, you know, look, if I was going to be biased to myself, I'd be like, see, I told you. I told you. Eels are still here. But unfortunately, it was almost the most... It wasn't the most unconvincing because they did dominate them in the first half. But it's it, it's like we said before last week. We said, even if the Eels go out and beat Penrith, it doesn't change my opinion of, I don't know what Eels are going to turn up. I still do believe, though, I've got the vibe that I think they can go on a run in saying that. I just thought the fact that they lost that second half is like, far out. Come on. Yeah, And similar to you, I could sit here and say, well, you lost the second half to 12 fucking players. Mm. This is the Parramatta I told you about. Mm. But... Yeah. I just I don't know how much you look into this game. I mm. mean, it's disappointing because Cleary got sent off in the seventeenth minute. I thought Parramatta actually showed up mm. first twenty minutes. I thought they were looking good. It was looking like it was going to be a really good game of footy. What was it twelve six, twelve four at that yeah, point? Yeah, I, I honestly the first even the first twenty, but definitely the first you know thirty for sure. But the first twenty, I was like, he was going to win this game. I, that's how confident like the way they were playing. I was like, they're going to win this game. Yeah, and then you know this. Eh. The send-off happens and obviously puts you down to 12, but it also takes out, in my opinion, the best player in rugby league. Mm. Definitely the best player on that field. Mm. So I – yeah, I, I don't really know if there's much to say on this one, to be honest with you. It's sort of – it's unfortunate. It just is what it is. The This game deserved better than what it got, but it was the right call. It had to happen. Mm. Um, yeah, but I'm not <laughs> – Honestly, this game could have not happened and I don't think I would have changed my opinions. Yeah, it's a, the Eels have just put themselves in this weird position. Appy Coruscant, 57 tackles, only one miss. Wow. He's going to be missed. 
Mm. Yeah, the, I think if I was a para fan, I'd be firmly focusing on that first 20 with Cleary where they were on top in the game and, and that's the, the big performance indicator for me. The one that sort of keeps creeping back to me is with send-offs. Remember earlier in the year uh, when we spoke about when sides go down to 12 and then the, the opposition with 13 can just sometimes become a little bit too complacent thinking things are going to happen too easily. I think we spoke about it, uh, the Warriors game against the Sharks when the Sharks went down to 11 players at one stage and then 12 Mm. when a player came back from the bin. And, you know, they're just trying to move the ball straight away, edge to edge, because they think, oh, we'll go around them, they're short. And it just doesn't work that way. It's another one here where it's just like... You see teams not getting the ascendancy despite being a player down, uh, mm. the opposition being a player down, and I'm just seeing more and more of it as a bit of a pattern. So perhaps that was something that happened with Parramatta on the weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, aside from that, though, it's like it's hard to really take much from it, well, isn't it? If I'm gonna, this is going to sound crazy. I actually think the Penrith Panthers take more from it yep. than the Eels do because mm. they were absolutely outstanding in the second half. Like to not only lose Cleary, but They've lost Luai as well. Mm. So they're basically playing with their reserve grade halves and they were managed to hold the para eels. Now, look, that it's the same team that also got 34 put on them. So don't get me wrong. But I mean, for 30 minutes of footy, sorry, for 40 minutes of footy, um, they help, they beat them. Like, with you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, in, that's really impressive. It's a question, and I'm going straight off the back of that. Ignore the first half. Because Cle- Ivan Cleary had time to gather the boys, like calm them down, like the, it was all tumultuous over the send-off, had time to get them together and calm them down, and then they went out and performed in the second half. Is that an indication of what we were talking about at the start of the show, that Penrith have nothing to worry about? Mm, yeah, for sure. Mm. We'll put it this way. Like a lot of people think, oh, they might lose, you know, the last four or five games. I don't think so. I think they might drop one or two. <clears throat> I'd be surprised. If they drop three games, I'll be surprised. That's how good they played. Like, their forward pack was outstanding in the second half. Um, so, look, it's a really, really tough one. I mean, I'll talk about the Eels. Uh, I thought Dylan Brown was outstanding again. I mean, outside of Munster, I think he's been the best six all year. Um, I thought uh, Papa Lee was really good as well. Uh, but, yeah, um, Junior Bolo was fantastic. Uh, look, it's, it's just it's strange because when you look at the forward pack, Whenever Eels play well, their forwards just fucking dominate, like absolutely dominate. Um, but they're just their inability to finish sets with a guy like Mitchell Moses, who is so experienced, it's just, it's a bit surprising. Like you, you look at it and you go, how, how is that possible? Like, it's not like they're not getting put in good position to win games. Um, but yeah, back to Dylan Brown. I thought he was absolutely fantastic, especially in the first half. And in his game, you know, he had two try assists, 131 metres, uh, two Tackle breaks, uh, a line break assist, 25 tackles, only one miss. Um, I just, he's, I think he's only re-signed for next year. I think November 1st he can sign with another club. How much are you paying for Dylan Brown on the open market? Have we spoken about this before on the podcast? I would assume we have at some point, but I think the next month is going to be really telling for Dylan Brown. Mm. Without Mitch Moses, them fighting for holding a top eight, but I think Parramatta should also be, their mindset should be, we're fighting for a top four spot mm. here. So without Mitch Moses, I'm really looking forward to seeing how Dill handles it. Um, spoke about it two weeks ago. I said, oh, you want to boo this guy? Yeah. Might come a point where you're relying on him. He's, you know, you're fucking halfback when you're trying to win top four. So I don't know. I think Parramatta fans, you need to put your arm around Jacob Arthur and if you're next to someone booing him. Oh. Just give him a little clip. It's the first thing I thought of when I saw Mitchell Moses out yeah. for like five weeks or however long, four or five weeks. And this is where, once again, if Jacob Arthur 
comes up with a couple of match-winning plays or he plays well and all of a sudden you get a top four spot, as much as I completely disagree with it, we're going to sit back and go, geez, thank God he moved Dylan Brown to centre and gave Jacob Arthur a couple of games in the halves at the start of yeah, the season. for sure. It's and like, I completely disagree with that decision, yeah. but it's going to pay dividends if it works out over the next four weeks. Yeah. Well, it's like the um, the Lockie Elias getting hooked from Demetrio. Like, I, I did not agree with that at all. Like I thought that was so wrong, so poorly handled. But... At the end of the day, Lockyelis is playing some really good footy. You know, I thought the weekend was a little bit quiet, but the week before he's outstanding. And the Rabbitohs look like that they'll probably make the eight. Mm. And so it's like some some decisions in the time can look crazy, but coaches have a longer vision for it. Um, yeah, so if you're a para fan, you want to be making <coughs> Jacob Arthur as confident as anything because you can still they can still fall out of the eight. And so. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, what do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, I can't wait to see what Dylan Brown does as a dominant half, mm. especially with an inexperienced player in Jake Arthur coming into the side. Like, Mitchie Moses hasn't missed a lot of footy the last few years. Dylan Brown having he had some very good years, but a career best year this season where he's just killing it. Um, with him completely in control of this side, he'll have to play as a genuine number seven. We know he loves to run the ball. I'm just... I'm excited to see what heights his game can go to mm. with you know a third more of the amount of touches he's yep. getting per game. Uh, it's going to be ripping to watch. Yeah, really interesting. And in the, the it's like the age-old debate, like, is he made to be a number seven or is it going to be too much on his mm. plate to not free him to do what he needs to do? Like, it's, um, it's kind of like Munster, you know. We, Munster probably could play seven, but you don't want him in a seven. You want him free to attack. You want him free to be able to be... You know, instead of being around the ruck, you want him a bit further out to be taking on the three and four defender. And so Dylan Brown, if if it's too much, it's going to be interesting to see. It's also going to be interesting to see how much, like, do they make Jacob Arthur the, the dominant guy? Do they say, Jacob Arthur, we need you to get us around the park? Um, but look, if anyone has a skill set, it's Dylan Brown. Like, I, I think he, I don't think we've seen even close to the, the tippity top of his potential, like, yeah. and what he can offer. And just like you have a look at Parramatta's run home, like as you said, like, oh, they could miss finals. Could you imagine it? They play Manly at Brookvale. They play South Sydney. They play Canterbury. Then they have to go to Suncourt to play Brisbane. Then they play Melbourne. I mean... All without Mitchell Moses. All without Mitchell Moses. Canterbury's the easiest game there. I would argue that Canterbury's playing top eight style footy well, at the moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Didn't Can- Canterbury beat him a few weeks ago, like a while ago? Or was it the yeah, Tigers? No, nah, Dogs beat him as well. Yeah, so Dogs, dogs beat them. Dogs smashed them. Yeah. So it's like they definitely can lose to Canterbury. I mean, like they. Like, I, I don't know what on earth is going to ha- happen to Manly this from now on, but I would not want to play them this week. Mm. I don't know what on earth I'm going to get at mm. Brookvale Oval from Manly. Then you play South Sydney, that's going to, like, it, it's a tough run yeah. for a team without their halfback who, I'm sorry, they do have a tendency to underachieve. Mm. Yeah, fuck. Imagine if they miss the eight this year. Yeah. Imagine if they miss the eight and then Reed Marnie and IPAP walk out of this club. It's going to be chaos. Well, the, the, this is a perfect example of, you can't afford to just drop wins and think you're going to cruise on in because you've got the squad to do it. Like, if they had a banked up a bunch of wins right now, they'd be sitting third or second yeah. even, um, and they'd be okay. They'd well, be fine. And that's the insane thing. They play the Rabbitohs, who are one spot below them on the ladder. They play Brisbane and Storm, who are the teams above them. If they were to lose all three of those games and the Roosters find something, they could quite easily miss the eight. Raiders have got a soft draw. Mm. Parramatta could be the unlucky team, and you'd have to mm. think that Parramatta versus Broncos game next week or the week out, whenever it is, like that might decide who gets a home final. And if I'm Parramatta, if I want to give this competition a shake, if I'm not in the top four, they need to get a home final week one. Mm. I think I think that's going to decide a lot of these games, whether you have to go to Combank, to Suncorp, to Melbourne, wherever it might be, you need that home final. 
Let's say they fell out of the eight. Let's say in the worst case, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I think they've got a premiership threat squad. Is there pressure on Brad Arthur then? Probably. Which is fucking so unfair. Loses his key halfback, gets him all the way from wooden spoon to a top four side, essentially. Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I think they'll pull through. I think, I actually think there are backs against the walk on a team. Like, you know what I mean? I, I just think that that forward pack is so fucking good. Like, seriously, mm. I'd argue on paper that's probably the best forward pack in the comp. Like that's how good mm. the Hurrah paper. Seriously, if they yeah, if they drop this game against Manly this weekend, yeah, it's a must-win game. And the Rabbitohs beat the Warriors, which I think they will. The Melbourne Storm beat the Titans, which I think they will. And then the Broncos and the Roosters, whichever way that goes. But if the Roosters happen to win that, well, you actually don't want the Roosters to. Uh, you don't want the Broncos. Well, you, Sorry, you don't want do. the Roosters to win. You, you don't, don't want the Roosters, want the Roosters yeah, to win, yeah, because yeah. then you then you're, you're in, in like you're only shit. one win away from falling out of the yeah, eight. Yeah. If the Raiders keep doing what they're doing, so you want the Broncos to win, but you don't want the Broncos to be informed because then they might <laughs> fucking tear you up the next week or a week after. It's just win or nothing. It is. Yeah. You just need to win out here. Yeah. Yeah. If you're Brad Arthur, you're going. We just need the next three games, boys. Three games. Fucking. Um, you know, it sucks because we sound overly negative with the Eels. I, I still think they've got so much. I'm still so excited for the rest of the year. So I'm not, it's just, it's more because we have high, well, I, I can't speak for you guys. It's more for me personally because I have such high standards for them. Oh, like, and that's why I'm so disappointed in them because I have high standards for them because they're mm, a bloody good football team. They've shown so us good. that. Honestly, when they're on, they're fucking so good to watch. Yeah. Like their last win against Para was, I mean, against Penrith, such exciting footy, such exciting footy. Um, but yeah, the, the good thing was is there, you know, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Paolo are just fucking... I just love the aggression they bring. Every, when they're on and they're just pumping it through the middle there, they just it's one after the other, big plays. I just, yeah, huge, huge fan of that that uh, forward rotation or forward partnership, sorry. Um, anything outside of that, boys, with the, the Parrot Eels? No, I think All that good. covers it, yeah. All good. Uh, I, I, actually, we'll get a quick answer. Do you think they fall out of the eight? No. No. Maddie. I'm not as confident. Wow. I'm not as confident. I think Canberra are going to make it. I don't know who misses out, but I think they're going to squeeze someone out. And at the moment, I think it looks like Eels could be that team. So I'm Over the Roosters? So I, <laughs> at this point, I'm going to say Roosters, but it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. I don't think they slide out. I think though, I think that their back's against the wall. I think they'll deliver that four pack. It, it excites me. It I think they'll me. be seventh or eighth. Seventh or eighth? Yep. I, I think we're going to be surprised at how well they play over the next... People hate me, You've got me, stocks in Parramatta? Or yeah. <laughs> people hate me because I'm... Conf- I, I, I love the way Parra plays when they're good. They excite me. I like them as a team. You know what else I, else I think it is? It's because I didn't grow up with footy. I don't have that, like, that history with them, you know, falling short or whatever for so many years. I've just... Yeah. You know, it's more recent for me. Um, and also I scored four tries against them or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 